Welcome to Connect the Dots podcast, presented by Nine Dots and hosted by Jeffrey Klein. We share stories and explore their power to impact others. Our aim is to share some edutainment, to give some useful nuggets that can be applied to your business while also entertaining you. Thank you for listening. Here is your host, Jeffrey. My guest today is Jen Groover who has been tagged by Success Magazine as a one-woman brand, a creativity and innovation guru, and a leading serial entrepreneur by Entrepreneur Magazine. Jen Groover's name has become synonymous with innovation, entrepreneurship, and transformation. She is a UN delegate to the first ever Global Accelerator for the Global Entrepreneurs Council. She also made history at the New York Stock Exchange as a member of the first all-female group to ring the opening bell. As a successful serial entrepreneur, performance coach, and retired national-level fitness competitor, Jen Groover has been highly sought-after speaker and trainer for over 20 years. Jen has been a top business and lifestyle contributor and content creator for both major television networks and several prominent business magazines and online resources, including ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, and Fox News, The Huffington Post, Entrepreneur Magazine, and The Wall Street Journal. Jen is launching her second book this fall titled The More Method, The Simple Formula to Get More of Everything Good in Life. Please welcome Jen Groover. Thank you. Great to be here. I uh, really appreciate it. Now we're going to go through nine questions, and then you're going to tell us a story. So we start at the beginning. Where were you born, and what did your parents do for a living? Um, I was born right outside of Philadelphia in um, an area called Delaware County, in a town called Media. And um, my dad grew up in the same area in uh, Chester, PA, and he uh, became an attorney. And my mom uh, grew up in Brooklyn, and uh, she was just a sassy, mouthy Italian rebel, <laughs> where she did everything. Um, I think I got my serial entrepreneurial mindedness from her. Uh, she was uh, ran campaigns for politicians. She had TV shows. She was a speaker at uh, political rallies. So uh, lived her life very much as an advocate and. Um, you know, she didn't have one job title. She had many. That's the best way to be, I think. Uh, my father who had one job for the whole life. I've now been in four different careers, and it's, uh, I think, shows the entrepreneurial spirit is definitely alive when you don't have just a title. You have multiple titles. Yeah, it confuses people when they're like, so what do you do? And I'm like, well, with your entrepreneur, all don't try and leave me. on this list. <laughs> yeah, people don't like to be put in a box. You like to think outside the box. Exactly, and thrive in all of those boxes. Exactly. So who was a great storyteller growing up? Was it your mother or was there someone else that you thought of, oh, this, you know, grandmother, a relative or a friend of the family that was really a great storyteller and what made them so good? Um, I definitely say it was my mom um, who influenced me the most from a storytelling perspective. Uh, she would always give vivid images in her storytelling uh, she would layer emotion into her storytelling. Uh, she would make you feel like you were really there in all of her stories. And I think a lot of it has to do with her her training as a speaker. And her greatest influence was like a family friend that was like an uncle 
uh, to her, which was Vince Lombardi. So I've heard of him. He won a few football trophies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Among being well quoted often. Yes, exactly. So um, I think his influence uh, in her life definitely impacted that ability to tell stories too. And when she would get on stage and speak, um, she would desire to evoke emotion to the audience. And that's really what storytelling is about. So aside from evoking emotion, is there one particular element that you think is most important when you tell a good story? Um, taking people on a journey with you, having them uh, see everything unfold, giving them context and um, you know, making them actually feel like they're walking beside you through that story. I love that. And do you think it's important in business? We talk, you know, a lot of people think of, oh, telling stories in the family context, but do you think in business it's important to be able to tell compelling stories? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think it's one of the number one things in business to be successful. Uh, with my Butler bag company, uh, I launched in 2006 and I became one of the fastest growing handbag brands in history. And I swear one of the major elements of that success is um, my ability to tell stories. And I told the story of how I created it, which was, you know, basically I had newborn twins. I was in a grocery store uh, feeling extremely overwhelmed, standing in an express line of people. And I put my girls' car seats down on the floor to pay the cashier. And they started wailing, screaming, <laughs> crying in unison. I started to panic. I'm holding up a line full of people. I'm sweating, digging through my bag, trying to find my credit card. And I finally just become overwhelmed and dumped the whole bag out in front of the cashier. <laughs> uh, I kept thinking about that that moment, thinking there has to be a better way. Had no idea how to do that, what the solution would be, but I just knew there had to be a better way. And um, nine months later, I... I'm looking in my dishwasher tray at the utensils, and I think to myself, you know, that's exactly how I want everything in my handbag to be. Standing up straight, bird's eye view. It's like any normal sleep-deprived mom. I <laughs> set my dishwasher tray into my handbag, and that became my first prototype. And um, when I launched that company, I told that story everywhere, even on my hang tags, on mm -hmm. all of my brand identity. And um, it empowered people to become my viral storytellers. And it gave people a an emotional connection to cheering me on. And I'd meet people out and they'd see a butler bag with me and they'd say, oh my God, is that a butler bag? Mm -hmm. So yeah, and they'd say, do you know that the woman that created that, <laughs> cre and they would tell me my story. <laughs> the greatest thing ever. The know, you know you have a good story when you tell someone a story and then later you hear it back to yourself, yes. which people do. Yeah. Uh, now, I can relate. I, I don't know if you knew, but I also have twin daughters. Um, and I think a butler bag when, when my wife was frantic or looking for things would definitely be a solution for the problem she had. Exactly. Well, every girl needs a butler. Do you think being a good storyteller is a skill that can be developed or is it something that you're born with? Well, I definitely think it's something that you can develop as a skill. Um, I, you know, just look at the TED movement that happened it was all about teaching better storytelling skills. And now there's a lot of uh, types of formats to follow that to teach storytelling. Um, and one of my good friends, 
is uh, one of the top motivational speakers around storytelling, and she's one of the most wanted speakers right now because it's such a topic that people are finally understanding that it is a skill set that can be taught, and it's really critical to uh, develop and foster and uh, to hone those skills. To me, storytelling is also so important in branding because, um, you know, you just need to become a good storyteller, not a good salesperson. A good salesperson can tell good stories and make people want something that they're selling without actually forcing them to buy the product. Um, another great example of that is the formulas that are used on, you know, QVC and HSN. Uh, when I first started there, and we had to go through training. The training was really about how to be an effective storyteller, how to speak in sound bites, how to use hooks to get people's attention, how to uh, start with stating the problem and then following up with the solution, where a lot of people skip that problem part and go right to the solution where mm. they never set up a context, right? Uh, so uh, You're preaching to the choir. I agree with you 100%. Uh, that this is something really important for brands to understand and practice and develop over time as they learn to share. Because it's all about the communication and sharing a message to your audience. And the best, yeah, way, to, absolutely. best way to do that is through s stories, as you'll hear me speak about soon. Well, and people are more likely to share stories than statistics, right, or facts, or just boring um, information. And what I found when I launched the Butler Mac company is I told my story of how I created it everywhere. And I even had it on my hang tag that was on the website and everywhere that it could possibly be. So anyone that was potentially going to be a consumer or was a consumer knew the story because it created an emotional connection with them to me. And I was fine when I'd be out meeting people, and they'd have a butler rag not knowing who I was, they'd be telling my story of how it was created. And then I knew, without a doubt, how important storytelling was as part of your brand strategy. I agree completely. So can you tell me a brand that you think tells effective stories and what makes them effective? I feel that one of my role models was Sarah Blakely, and I created the formula or model that I used based on her because she did the same thing. She would tell everyone the story about how she cut off the bottoms of her pantyhose and, you know, took them to this factory, and this guy said no. And so everyone knew her story, and it created um, a brand affinity that wasn't just a product, but it was cheering for somebody. And when other brands like came, big, huge conglomerate brands knocked her off, people felt like, how dare they're knocking off this girl. And uh, because her storytelling was so effective, it allowed her to surpass the competition because she was able to continuously keep the dialogue going as a spokesperson for her own brand. So what I to answer your question more clearly, I feel that brands that have faces and voices are the most effective storytellers because they're, they're people that are emotionally connecting with the audience on an ongoing basis. Martha Stewart was another great example of a pioneer in that space. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk is an incredible example where it started with Wine Library and now it's 
you know, so much more. So I'm a big Gary Vee like, fan. Yeah, I and love he is Gary. a great story. Yeah, yeah. He's his story he tells often in a lot of his speeches, and it's it's captivating. You know, you're interested. Yeah, uh, it's funny because uh, when he was first getting started, I was uh, was already on the speaker scene, and I was speaking at an event in New York City called Media Bistro, and it was mostly media personalities and media uh, producers and writers and all, all that type of. Uh, entertainment industry professional. And Gary was on stage before me, and I hear him. First of all, I never even heard of them at that moment. And I hear him just cursing and cursing. <laughs> and I'm like, what is happening right now? This was like 10 years ago. So it was traditional media mindset mm. still existed, where now it's not that anymore. He's disrupted the language barrier of professional speaking for sure. He definitely did, and just the etiquette of it, and showing up in jeans and a t-shirt, and, mm-hmm. you know, it just the whole, per- but it was authentic, and it was real, exactly. and it was truthful, and everyone could tell that, and that's why he became such a phenomenon, because he didn't care what the the rules somebody else made was. He was going to play by his own rules, and that was, he, he's an amazing storyteller because of that, just Storytelling isn't just in what you're saying. It is him showing up in the jeans and the t-shirt. It's him with the hats on sometimes while he's speaking. It's him on the, you know, his private jet while he's traveling at 4 a.m. So it's it's living the story Mm. as he's telling the story. I love it. Uh, Speaking of telling a story, uh, I'd like to end. uh, My next question is to request. If you could please tell me a story, either when you or someone you know connected the dots. So this is really hard because I feel like my whole life is connecting dots. It's my brain just works in connecting dots. And I feel like my job is really to help other people connect the dots of why they need to know each other. Um, I learned earlier on your network is your net worth. And and that was awesome for me because I always had a good social <laughs> skill. <laughs> I got tied to my chair by sister Elizabeth in first grade to their socializing in class when I was a first um, And so I learned that, and I was like, well, this is great because no one told me in school my ability to network was going to be valuable. Uh, so my whole life is really about teaching people how to connect the dots, too, um, and see why relationships are so valuable. Um, and, and another part of that is I'm also pretty spiritual. So um, I really do walk around the world looking for those dots that are constantly being connected in front of us um, that most people are oblivious to, the intersection can, of people. Can you give us an example of when that's kind of played out? Well, even just last night, last night um, I was at this event that was in Philadelphia, and um, I it was a Big Brothers Big Sisters event. There's a thousand people there. It's a huge event, you. And it's one of those places where you can see somebody once and you will never see them again. And if even if you're trying, unless you're texting them to meet you somewhere, okay. and uh, just 
a week ago, I was in the suburbs randomly with random people that I typically wouldn't be with. And I met these two girls um, with people that I went to high school with. And here I am, and they don't live in Philadelphia. They actually live in the further suburbs from Philadelphia. And last night, as I'm walking through the bathroom, who do I see but these (laughs) two random girls that um, I met just only a week ago in the suburbs with random people. And so for me, I don't take that as just random at all. I am more so, okay, this is really... The universe is telling you something. Correct. (laughs) The universe is telling me something, and I need to be paying attention and start asking more questions and not take this as a random random experience. And uh, so as I was talking to them more and more later that night, and I said, this is really so random, and they knew how random it was, too. And I feel like we're all supposed to be knowing each other for a different reason than we've randomly met each other at Stevens a, a week ago. Um, and so the more I got to talking to them last night, the more I started to realize all these intersections that we have in our uh, friendships and then also what we're doing or what we're trying to accomplish. So I wouldn't doubt that I'll start working with them in some way. Um, the, con- the way I left the conversation is the way I suggest a lot of people leave the conversation is I'm sure there's more to unfold. Let's keep the conversation going. Let's um, keep the con- I love that. Yeah. And it's, you don't need to know in that moment, but I think it's important to acknowledge that you probably should keep a conversation going and see where it lands and see what happens. And by the way, my greatest business partners, my greatest business opportunities always kind of unfold that way. I am. Um, one other connect the dot story is about almost 20 years ago, I was obsessed with pop-up retail, obsessed with it <laughs> because to me, it was just so genius where there's temporary locations you create psychologically, you're creating supply and demand. And my degree is in psychology. So I love, you know, all the psychology that goes behind marketing and sales and this obsession did not at all ever go away. And, and I always think about how I could use that in my own life. And I wound up creating this company called Jumpstart Connect, which is pop-up stores for entrepreneurs and, um, and helping small business owners grow their companies faster. And, and I knew that pop-up retail was part of the model. Um, going back, in my obsession with pop-up retail 20, 20 years ago, the company that really created it, and, and everyone modeled after was Halloween Adventure Stores. So as I'm now deciding to do this Jumpstart Connect, I need to understand pop-up retail more from an execution standpoint, not just an observer standpoint. And one of my friends asked me to do a favor for um, to go meet this man who had just started this new business that was helping small businesses get their products to market in a unique way. And he was interested in, in potentially distributing my butler bag. So I went to this lunch. And by the way, for me to go to this lunch, I was totally following my intuition because normally, not normally, but often I will, I will decline because if I just consistently go to lunches for random meetings, 
I don't, well, time I, I to do nothing else. Time. <laughs> <laughs> time to accomplish work. So I go, I show up, I sit down, I'm talking to this man for 10 minutes, come to realize he was the CEO and creator of Halloween Adventure Store. Whoa. I love that. So then he became my business partner and Jumpstart Connect. That's how you connect the dots. <laughs> Amazing. Exactly. Amazing. <laughs> well, Jen, I want to say uh, thank you so much for taking the time to share uh, so much about your perspective on on story and business, which I share almost all of it. Uh, and it's great to make sure that we have this conversation. And, and I would like to f say, you know, let's keep the conversation going. Um, yeah, and, always. And I just want to say, you know, a real thank you for helping us connect the dots. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it of value. I would super appreciate if you would subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It would be amazing if you could leave a review, comment, and share. Share and show you care. Check out Nine Dots Podcast for more great episodes. Remember, story matters. Thanks again for helping me connect the dots.